This week's topic is called Ministers Will Disagree and I have a subtitle that's called Seek Peace and Pursue It. My audience, the believers. My goal is to encourage us as believers to have a right attitude towards other believers who have different views from our own. And my style is just to lead by scriptures. The punchline, do everything out of love. And I guess that's throughout the whole sermon. And I have a little summary. A believer's motives should always be out of love. The intention should be to unite, to bring peace, for restoration, harmony, until we all come to the unity of the faith. So the definition of a disagreement is very broad, but it includes things like lack of consensus or approval, variance when things are not in alignment, discrepancies, difference of opinion, and a lot more. There are many disagreements in the scriptures, too many to include in a 10-minute sermon. And not to mention those disagreements in our homes, our churches, our communities, our institutions, our country, and the the whole world. I'll just touch a bit on the believer's motives and our responses. So yes, we will have disagreements, but as God's children, we should first examine ourselves. The disagreements we have. Are you a perpetrator? Are you a sower of disagreement and disharmony? Are you easily offended? Some of us are so unbelievably thin-skinned. We're just offended about everything. Anyway, in Psalms 119 verse 165, the King James Version, It says, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. I do not believe that you can be at peace and in disharmony at the same time. It's important for us to be truthful. Someone who is offended is not at peace. An offended person is not in alignment. So whose responsibility is it to restore you, to bring you back to peace? Is it the person who offended you? Is it God who should bring you back? It would be so nice to be one of them that nothing offends, isn't it? In Ephesians 4, 31 to 32, the NLT version, it says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words and slander, as well as all types of evil behaviour. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. So I guess to restore yourself, if you're offended, forgiving the person who offended you would be a good start, wouldn't it? instead of being angry and and bitter. Also, many disagreements happen because we think we're right. 
But the reality is, no one knows it all. And no one is absolutely right all the time. In 1 Corinthians 13, 8 to 10, the NLT version, it says, Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. So a perpetrator of, you know, all these discrepancies is a person who thinks he's most righteous, the one who thinks he knows everything, and he's right about everything. But in Romans 14, verse 1, and then 7 to 13, the NLT version, it says, Accept other believers who are weak in faith and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. Verse 7, For we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves. If we live, it's to honour the Lord, and if we die, it's to honour the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Christ died and rose again for this very purpose, to be Lord both of the living and of the dead. So why do you condemn another believer? Why do you look down on another believer? Remember, we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For the scriptures say, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bend to me and every tongue will declare allegiance to God. Yes, each of us will give a personal account to God. So let's stop condemning each other. Decide instead to live in such a way that you will not cause another believer to stumble and fall. And there's further counsel in the book of Timothy. In 2 Timothy 2, 23-25, the NLT version, it says, Again I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Also, in Ephesians 4, 15-16, the NLT version, It says, Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. So we must always be examining ourselves to see if we are in a peaceful state. In Matthew 5 verse 9 it says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. And Matthew 12 verse 18 says, If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men.
And finally, in Psalms 34, 13 to 14, this is the wild tea, Young's literal translation, says, verse 13, Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking deceit. Turn aside from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. So, you can listen to more topics of interest on my podcast called Vocal Points on Spotify and iTunes and other platforms. And you can also see the services I provide through VocalAngelLimited.com So, be blessed. Thank you.